Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Step by Step. I know I haven't been recording, you know, but I've had a lot of exams and I've had to study quite a lot. And honestly, that's what this episode's going to be about. I know that there are a lot of students in the world and that we are all trying to get good grades or probably not all, but I think most of us want to get good grades. So, I'm going to be giving you some studying tips. Uh, these are from like a presentation that uh, my teacher and the school psychologist gave us, you know. But I decided to make it more complete and just say a lot of stuff that they didn't. So yeah, let's just get to the point. I know this might seem obvious, but when you're at school, pay attention, (laughs) you know? I know that it's probably like a super boring class that you don't like, but just try to pay attention a little bit and try to take your own notes, you know? Get a, a piece of paper. It doesn't need to be an actual paper sheet that of your notebook or of your binder. But just take a piece of paper and take some notes. Make sure to write down what are you writing about. Because it'll be more confusing if you don't. But if your teacher takes, you know... Some teachers give you their notes and photocopies to you. So... It's... That's very good, honestly. But if they don't, it'd be good... It'll be good for you to take notes. Uh, Alex, please. Uh, I'm sorry, my cat is stepping on me. And she's trying to... She doesn't... Okay. She's going to be on top of me. That's that's fine. Thank Okay. Are you gonna stop? I'm sorry. My cat's very moving today. She's moving a lot. Uh, where was I? Uh, taking notes. Yes, take notes if your teacher doesn't, because it'll be good for you. And also, maybe take, you know, if your teacher gives you notes, maybe try to take notes about something he says in class and he doesn't put in the notes that he gives you. Because it'll be an extra for you to put in in the exam and for you to know, you know, it's kind of good. And the next thing is also very obvious, but ask if you don't understand. I know you, you might seem like very embarrassed because like, oh my god, am I only, am I the only one who doesn't know this? Oh my god, it's going to be super embarrassing if I ask. Well, we all feel that way, I can guarantee you. <laughs> At least most of us feel that way. But please, if you don't understand something, you're not going to understand it unless... People explain it to you. So make sure that you ask whatever you want to ask your teacher. So, yeah. Now, when you're at home. When you're going to study, make sure that you do it in a silent place. With some background music, if you prefer. If it helps you focus better. Um, not to me, because I end up singing, and I end up not focusing at all. But 
if you like background music, if you can focus better, or some white noise, you can totally do that. If it helps you focus better, whatever, <laughs> whatever helps you, you know. Uh, make sure to study in a table, you know, or if you have a desk, you know, s sit uh, at your desk. Make sure that the table's clean, not only from like dirt, but from distractions as well. From like any toys that you might have on top of the table, trash, you know. And make sure to use a chair that has a backrest, because you'll be more comfortable and your back won't hurt. And that's a very important part, because our back is already fucked up from the backpacks, and we don't need to fuck it up more with the, <laughs> the way we're sitting. Uh, what else? Make sure you have your normal clothes on. Don't put you on... Uh, what did I just say? <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't put on your pajamas as soon as you get home. Because you're gonna end up, like, feeling sleepy, and it's gonna be, like, warm and fuzzy, and you're gonna end up being tired. So, make sure to study in your normal clothing. <laughs> and also, it it is recommendable to study with normal shoes, because, you know, your brain just associates comfort clothes as, like, relaxing. Comfortable clothes, like pajamas, slippers, with relaxing and you're just not gonna focus that way because you're gonna be feeling all warm and fuzzy and uh, believe me, it happens. Don't study in your bed, that's very important, or in a sofa because those are relaxing places, you know, for you to be watching TV or reading or sleeping or whatever and you're just gonna end up not studying at all and falling asleep. Uh, what else? Make sure that in your table, you have everything you need. You know, your backpack right beside you with the books that you're going to use. Your pencil case with all your materials. Your notes. Uh, your notebook. Your binder. Whatever. But only what you need. Don't go and put, like, 300 things on top of the table. Um, what else? What else? Um, make sure to have your doors and windows open, because it's going to create, like, fresh air for you in your room, and honestly, it's better to have fresh air every time you breathe. It's, it's nice. And one thing I forgot to say at the beginning was buy yourself a... How do you say? A little notebook to note down your homework, you know? For example, uh, what day is it today? 21, so Sunday will be 20. 23, and Monday. Uh, 23rd of November, 2020. From math class, I have to do page 35, exercise 7. You know, stuff like that. So you don't forget. Make sure to note down everything. So you don't end up, oh, I forgot. I didn't know what the homework was. And don't always trust your classmates to give you. Because eh, they don't note it down as well. 
you know, some of them don't note down the homework, and they just ask, what's for homework, you know, today? <laughs> so yeah, now that we're done with the environments for you to study, the actual tips, you know. So, when you get home and you're already sat on your table, organize your notes, you know. Uh, put them in your own words. Uh, if you wrote, you know, if you took notes in class, make sure to organize them for you to understand what is it that you're writing. I personally like to put my notes in a computer because it just seems more clean, you know. I can organize it better. But you can just keep to your notebook or your binder or whatever. But have a clean piece of paper for your notes, okay? Not just any crappy paper. Um, yeah. I like to put them in a computer so I can organize them better. I can change the fonts, you know. I can change the size. It's, it's funny. And I really like it. And I just end up printing them and giving them color, which is a good part, you know, an important part. Because it makes your notes look prettier for you. And it's gonna make you, like, feel not happy, but it's gonna make you, like, a little bit happier, you know, to study. You know, because you'll be like, oh my god, these notes are so pretty. <sighs> I'm being too childish, right? I am. I, I know I am. I just like colors, you know, I... Buy yourself some markers or some pens and color your notes. If you take them to a computer and print them, uh, get some markers to, you know, underline stuff or just to <laughs> underline the whole word, you know. Um, if you have a piece of paper, you can also do that or write with your pens, you know, titles or important words or underline them, you know, with a pretty effect, you know, like a wavy effect on the important words, you know. I like to use a different color for each sub subject because it helps me memorize it better because if I study, for example, economy, history, and French each day, for example, not not each day I study more, but let's just take as an example those three. For history, I use brown. For economy, I use green. And for French, I use dark blue. Well, it, it helps me remember, like, everything I studied in blue was from French. Everything I studied in history, you know, was in brown. Or everything I studied in brown was history, sorry. And everything I studied in green was economy. And then I don't mix things up, you know, because sometimes when I didn't have colors, I used to mix up a lot and have crappy exams. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, make sure to put your notes in your own words. Don't use complicated words from the textbook or from Google. Use your own words, you know? And if your teacher gives you notes, maybe try to put them in your own words too. Because it will help you understand better. And try to make try to make it shorter. Try to make it, the notes shorter. Because 
the shorter they are, the better it is for you to remember, because it's less. And I think that's really obvious. Um, these are the only tips that I really would advise you to take into consideration. Because the way you study, you know, like, reading it, I don't know, uh, having a classmate asking you, do you, like, tables, uh, I don't know, any way you prefer to study, that's on you. But these tips are actually good, and they help me study a lot better. I used to get, like, uh, what would it be? I used to get, like, five and six, maybe a seven. But now I can get, like, tens and nines. And in, here in Spain, ten is the highest mark, so I, I don't know if you know that. I know that in Portugal is five. Uh, in some countries it's 20, uh, I know that in America it's like A+, plus, a B+, plus, stuff like that, but in here in Spain, 10 is the highest mark you can get, it goes from 0, zero to 10. I used to get 6s and 7s, and now I get 8s and 10s and 9s, you know? So, I really benefited myself from these. And these are tips for you to study, like, subjects like history, economy, uh, I don't know, biology, probably, chemistry. But there are some subjects that you can't exactly use these tips. Uh, the paying attention one is uh, recommendable for everyone. <laughs> For every single one of the subjects, but and the asking thing, you know, it's useful too. But for example, in math, you can't like exactly study math unless you are studying formulas. That you really need to remember them. But for example, me, I'm in what year am I in? I'm in tenth grade. Um. And I don't really have to learn a lot of formulas. I mean, just four right now. But not. I don't really need to learn more. But I know there are a lot of other superior grades that you do need to learn a lot of formulas. But right now, yeah. Uh, back to the points. I, yeah, I lost myself. When you get home from math class, not from math class, from school, when you get home from school, make sure to practice the exercises you did in school, you know, because if you did them, you already have the answer. So do them and then check if the answer is right. Don't just copy them, you know, copy the headline and whatever that the exercise tells you to do, like 5 plus 3 divided by 7, whatever. Uh, I know that's really not appropriate for a uh, 10th grade class, but I'm just giving you an example, because we all know that 5 plus 3 divided by 7 is 8 divided by 7. Uh, yeah, so do whatever it asks you to do, and then make sure 
that the answer is right from the exercises you got from class. If you want to um, like try new exercises, um, well, you can try new exercises, it'll be good. But make sure to like ask your teacher if you don't know how to do them. Or maybe ask them if the answer is right. And also use examples. You know, if you're doing an exercise at home that the teacher sent you and you don't remember how to do it, but you do remember that it's very similar to one that you've done before, search for it. You know, I use this technique, let's call it that way, just last week. You know, I was doing an exercise that our teacher gave us and I like, mm, I don't remember how to do this, but I do remember that we've done it before you know we did stuff like this before so i went on my notebook and i went like passing the pages until i found the exercise that i was looking for and then i was like oh so you have to do it this way you know it's very useful actually if you take your notebook as an example um i'm sure you can't do that in exams unless your teacher lets you our teacher does, you know, our math teacher sometimes let us use our notebooks to some exams, you know, but not to the final exam, you know, to the final of the the trimester. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, that's how you study math. Mostly, you can't really study math. You can just, well, it's never going to be the same exercises. But it's going to be very similar, so, yeah. And now, for the last thing. To study languages. I don't know whatever you study. German, French, Spanish, whatever. But these three tips, or four, I don't remember how many, uh, are going to help you for all of them. When you're in class... For example, I'm going to give you an example. For example, Spanish class. Make sure to have, like, in your notebook, a vocabulary part, you know, to write down words. For example, I don't know, Spanish. A notebook is cuaderno o libreta, you know, stuff like that. You write the word in your language, you know, English, uh, Portuguese, French, uh, whatever language you speak. You write the word in, in your language and then you write it in the language that you're learning. I'm doing that for Italian right now because I'm learning Italian. Not in school, but by my own initiative. And it's been helping, it's, it's been helping me a lot, like write the words in Portuguese, which is my mother language. You know, my first language. And then writing the words in Italian. And it's been helping me a lot to remember words. And I also write the pronunciation of those words. Which is something that you really should do too. For example, the word that I said before. Cuaderno. Which means notebook. You... I know... There are those weird symbols to represent the sound of words, but write it in your own way that you can understand. For example, cuaderno, you could write Q 
U A, which you would pronounce qua, <laughs> like a, a duck. I'm, I'm so stupid. Uh, I don't know. Just write in your own way so you can understand yourself. You know, when you're reading, you can understand that that word is pronounced cuaderno. You know, or whatever word it is. I'm just using cuaderno as an example. Uh, okay, vocabulary part, pronunciation, and also try to write, write like uh, the grammar part. For example, in English, you would say something like blue jacket, you know, the adjective comes before the noun. But for example, in Portuguese, is reversed. You would say casaco, which is jacket, azul, which is blue. You'd say the noun first and then the adjective. You write down stuff like that. For example, if you're learning Portuguese, let's say, you could write down in Portuguese, the noun comes before the adjective. You know, not like in English that you have the adjective for the noun. And it, re it will really help you. I'm sorry. I, my throat is... I don't know. I've just been yelling a lot. It will help you to uh, to what? I don't remember what I was saying. I'm so stupid. Uh, I was saying for you to write grammar. Yeah. Uh, it will help you to remember, you know, how to speak. For example, in Italian. Uh, I am learning, like, to say... For example, their shirt, you know, possessive stuff. For example, my cat's, your shirt, his, whatever. And in Portuguese, it's written in a different way than it is in Italian. So I wrote the way that they say it in Italian and the way that, they, that we say it in Portuguese so I can, like, get an example of what that will be like when I speak, you know? It's really easier. But yeah, that is that is everything, we finished. I mean, I finished you, I don't know, <laughs> but I finished. And yeah, we finished. Wow. I feel really happy about recording, you know? It makes me feel happy, a little bit happy, you know? Hey. <sighs> Yeah, so that's everything I gotta say. I don't really have anything else to speak about. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I really hope you take my tips into consideration, you know? Because they really help you. I mean, at least for me, they do. And a lot of my classmates do it as well. And they really have good results, so... Just really take it into account. It's going to help you, okay? I hope it works for you. I hope you study better, have better grades. And, yeah, goodbye. And have the rest of a great day.